Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Hello, Patrick. How are you? Hey, what did we say, boys? It's going to be the best five-minute segment ever. Um, okay, so we were talking about Kirk Herbstreit's dog. I could do three days on this. Um, here's my thing. I've never understood this, Pat. Help me understand. You fly a lot more than most of our listeners do. Um, if you're a stressed-out flyer and it makes you nervous, I don't know how you don't reach for a clonopin versus grabbing a dog and going, you know what's really going to relax me as I fly around the country as a stressed-out individual is worrying about getting my dog on a plane, off a plane, to a place yeah. where he can poop and pee and making sure he's fed. I don't get that part. That seems to be... More stress to me, not less stress. PB, any thoughts on this? I just I actually had a conversation with a uh, fine uh, young woman, well, middle-aged uh, woman, um, about this conversation. I said, I, I got a buddy of mine who he cannot fly um, unless he has a couple of, uh, you know, adult beverages to calm his nerves. I was talking about you, and she goes, yeah, she goes, I need some drinks, and I take a Valium. So I'm on the plane. This is a true story. I'm on the first row. I got upgraded from American. And, yeah, I know, I'm big time. And in the opposite aisle, in the first row, this guy and this lady, they have a dog. So about the size of your old dog, George. Okay. Which is a pretty good-sized dog, right? Yep. In the first row where you can't even put like, you can't, you know how, because your legs are, like, right up against the thing, you can't even put your carry-on in front of you. They get a dog yeah. sitting Bullhead. in front. He's not buckled up. He's nothing. He's just sitting there doing a takeoff, running around, going crazy. And then, they, uh, like, you know, the flight attendants are, like, giving him water and everything. I was like, this is unbelievable. I can't even get a drink over here. And this dog is already getting water and treats. What if there's turbulence? Like, uh, the dog's going to bounce around the airplane like a tennis ball. You can't have that. you got to buckle the dog bouncing down. around. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, what if he's on that Alaska flight, Pat? He's, he's sitting by the window that blew out. They'd have sucked the dog right out the window. <laughs> Can't have it. People, they treat dogs better than people. It's unbelievable. They do. Hey, listen, I know a lot of people treat their dogs better than people. That is not the first story I've heard about that. I just don't think they should get special privileges that we don't get. If I want to stand up, I literally had a lady one time. I'm on the flight, the flight attendant. And it's like they haven't tearing off the seatbelt yet. Well, we've been on the flight for like 30 minutes. <laughs> And I had a couple of adult. This is back when I was drinking, you know, a little bit before flights because I was a real nervous flyer. Before I discovered, I didn't, I don't take clonopin, but that's what I would do now instead of drinking nine Bloody Marys like I used to. So <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go. I'm like, I don't care. So I go back there, and the lady's like, "Sir, sir." I said, "Why?" She goes, "The the uh, sign's not off." I said, "I realize that, but I gotta go." I'm like, "I, I gotta wet my pants sit in the seat." And she goes, "Well, you're at your own risk." I'm like. Aren't I always, when I get up on the plane, I mean, it could hit anything anytime. We don't know. What if the window blows out? I mean, we're all at our own risk, lady. I got a risk climbing in this tube going 36,000 feet in the air at 500 miles an hour. There's an inherent risk. I am willing to accept it. Anyway, PB, settle a, settle a debate. Christian and I are on one side. Wes is on the other. I'm not going to tell you who's on which side. You tell me what you think. Uh-oh. Is this Razorback basketball team doing more of the same that we've seen in the Muss era where he has a good collection of talent, it takes a little while to get things in motion? Or is this a team that is a little bit different 
He doesn't have the right ingredients for the gumbo, and it ain't going to come together. It's going to be an issue all year long, and this team's going to end up either missing the tournament or NIT in or one and done and in the tourney. What do you think? Mm. Um, so as I stand today, um, I'm leaning towards the latter. And, and because and I, I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I just feel like when you have, and, you know, Coach Muss is the best in the business at getting these transfers to understand what the mission is, what your job is, um, what you signed up for. I, I just feel like, you know, there, there has to be um, a sense of these guys where you have, over the last couple of seasons, Ricky Council, who comes in as a transfer, gets to the NBA, Jalen Tate, you guys remember him, Justin Smith, these success stories. And I, I feel like a majority, not a majority, let's just say, you know, from the outside looking in, sometimes these transfers feel like we'll go to Arkansas, we'll have a great season, Coach Moss knows how to get us to the NBA, uh, and that's our main focus, where, you know, and really the, the truth is the success that the team has had has catapulted these guys to where they want to go. So I, that's the reason why, like, at this point, I just – I don't think they're selfish guys. I don't think they're um, – you know, in it for the wrong reason or anything like that. I just think, you know, in their DNA, they have to understand, um, you know, what the what the main goal is and the main purpose is. Um, and it, I don't know how you switch that. I don't know how how do you sort of get them steered in that other direction from from what their intended purposes were in the first place. Uh, give me impressions from the first Saturday in the SEC. We're gonna have to run here, Pat. Uh, Ole Miss undefeated yep. goes to Tennessee, gets thumped. Uh, we had a couple of big upsets. You know, Missouri gets gets beat at home by Georgia, Arkansas's next opponent, and then uh, the AM game. What the world? I, I, I would say the biggest thing to me was I wanted to see Kentucky, how their freshmen would go on the road. Florida's a good team, projected NCAA tournament team. They go on the road and they win at Florida. Not an easy place to win games. It's just that building is very difficult to play in. It's a very tight, packed place. Um I was in South Carolina, so probably to me, Kentucky and South Carolina um, were extremely impressive. Uh, who would have known South Carolina? They're probably the, the, the talk of the talk of the town right now that they've been able to do against a really good Mississippi State team. That's the NCAA tournament team, right there. What about Georgia? What's Arkansas got in front of them tomorrow night? Well, Georgia has got a really good point guard, um, kid named Justin Hill. Uh, solid, under control, and the challenge is going to be, Wes, honestly, it's just defensively. Like we, you, Georgia has guys that are going to attack the basket, hard-driving guys. Mike White, you know, he wants to be aggressive defensively, and he wants to run as much as he can, he wants to get, get up tempo. So we, we have issues defending the, not only the ball screen, but just defending the dribble, uh, period. So and that's what Georgia is going to, going to do to you they attack the basket attack the rim which is not good news for us um considering what auburn did in terms of owning the paint and the rim uh and especially like i said i mean just us getting down and defending has been an issue yep let's hope that stops soon because i want to get optimistic again pat but right now i'm feeling a little pessimistic so just to reveal the answer christian and i are with you and wes was on the other side so i hope wes is right in this case it's about time me too just kidding. 
PB, you're the best. All right, buddy, where are you headed this Love week? You, you got a game, or are you just in studio all week? I'm I say just in studio, tonight. like that's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, studio tonight and um, uh, no game. I got Vandy next Wednesday. Love Vandy. Sorry, buddy. Me and Coach Backhouse. <laughs> Listen, start kissing the right butts, buddy. We're going to get you in a good place one of these days. You're going to get a good game before it's over. <laughs> yeah. All right. When did they get, hey, when did they get their guys back, Pat? Are they getting help? They getting their stars back? Or are they, they still want they got their guys out? Vandy. Vandy? Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they're they pretty much at full strength right now. They, oh, okay. They had one injury. Uh, the kid okay. Colin Smith. They, he was a killer, but he's also the season here. Okay. Yeah, they had three guys Oh, they did have a kid with an injury, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Their, their point guard had an ankle injury. He should be all right, though, I think. Okay. They have a, for a different reason. They have a freshman that's really good. Uh, I think his name is Jason Rivera Torres, I think. Rivera Torres, yeah. yeah he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, he had a heck of a game on Saturday. Yeah, he's pretty good. pretty good player. Adios, Amigo. All right, boys. Love you. Thank you, River City Flooring.